Well, welcome. Good evening. Welcome to Wednesday Night Live here in the, it's the second week in June, right? Second week in June. Wow, time is going so fast. It's crazy. It's crazy. So we are gathered here tonight here in Dallas. Um, my name is Monica, and uh, I'm going to be here with you tonight. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to give testimony about what just happened in the nation of France at our national seminar and I was part of that team so thankful to be part of that team and I'm actually the only one that's actually back and so we really felt like rather than delaying it another week Pastor Ron really wanted to go ahead and and speak of that gathering and really release um, testimony about what God did and so it's me and um, so I'm, 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 I'm really blessed to be able to, to share with you the incredible things that God did. Amen. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin. I'm going to begin with Scripture and I'm going to end with Scripture. But in the middle, we're going to talk about what God's doing in France and through the nations of Europe and um, also in some other parts of the world. But this morning, really, really early, I was up and... Uh, just sitting before the Lord, not being able to sleep, and and so I, I just opened my Bible, and I began to read in, in John 1, and, and I'm just going to read some passages of Scripture, and we're just going to talk for just a minute about what it truly means to, to give testimony, because it's so important that we release testimony about what we've witnessed and what God is doing. Um, it starts with, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And I, I, I love that passage, because in Him was life, and the life that life was the light, was the fullness of his spirit within men, okay? And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehends it not. So we talk about, you know, the light comes from the inside. It's that spirit within us. It's that life, that light that comes through him um, that, that shines in the darkness, which is what we are called to go and do throughout the world. Is, is, is bring that light into the darkness. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and the same came for a witness to bear witness of that light, that all men through him might believe. I think about that. So God sent John as a forerunner, whom Jesus said was the greatest prophet born of, of, of woman, and, and he sent him to bear witness or testify of the light of Jesus, okay? So that all men through him might believe. That's how important bearing witness is. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lights every man that comes into the world. And so what I really just want to touch on here is that it's so important that we give testimony. It's so important that we bear witness. You know, and we understand that that witness, that testimony, is the word martyrio. And, and we've studied this so many times, but it literally means to be a witness, to testify, to charge, to give evidence, to bear, to bear record, to be a witness, to affirm, to have seen, heard, experienced something, or to know because because you've been taught by divine revelation or inspiration. It means to give and not hold back testimony. It defines those willing to lay down their lives for the calling of God, to surrender all things, our goals, our aspirations, our desires to God while accepting his divine plan. Okay, so that's the martyria. And we know that the martyria of Jesus is that spirit of prophecy. And what does prophecy do? Prophecy edifies, exhorts, it comforts and encourages the body. But it does that through our decreasing and our dying to ourself so that we can bring life and supply and healing in those things. 
And so, you know, the things that we're going to talk about tonight and the things that I witnessed, I was able to witness them, and I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And my heart is that all of you would have been there to witness them as well. But I do know that as we are called as one body together at his throne, we are laboring together, we are doing his bidding, we are praying in the temple on behalf of what he's doing throughout the earth, and it is truly the fruit of, of all of us. And, and it, it just absolutely, I honestly, I, I continue to marvel at what God's doing in the world, on the earth. I think about, you know, what we did at the beginning of the year with um, the Roe versus Wade, where God led us to go down there and pray and prophesy regarding abortion and if you follow the news since that time there's been huge transition there's been huge breakthrough that's God I mean that is God and we could go back and think about things that God's doing in the earth but what you know what we're focused on is our intercession and our labors before the Lord on behalf of his creation on behalf of his people on behalf of of raising saints up throughout the world to their call to intercession to their call to the throne to their call to come alongside and labor with us on behalf of restoring this earth it is happening and sometimes when you're here sometimes when we're here we it's difficult to see but i am here to testify and to tell you that god is moving his spirit is moving and for as many years as we've been laboring in the nation of France, I mean, France has always been like a forerunner in the things of the Spirit in this pneumatocost ministry. That is just the way God has done it. And, and so when I see the people of France and the Spirit moving so mightily in that nation through those people, I know what is to come. I know what will follow. And, and to be there with, with, with saints from Belgium and, and Switzerland and Luxembourg and South Africa and, and, and several other nations coming alongside, it's, it's just amazing. It truly is amazing what God is doing. But the, the, most, the, mo the most, I guess the most um, prevalent thing is his presence. You know, it's not so much focusing on what he's doing, you know, whether or not he healed or, you know, no matter what he did in the midst of the meetings, his presence was so profound. His presence was there. And there was one, there was one moment in the very beginning. Um, I'm going to get ahead of myself. But when we, we launched forth on Saturday morning and, and Apostle Ron began to, to release the word of grace over the people in the beginning, it, I was so overwhelmed by the grace of the Lord. I was so overwhelmed by his presence. And, and all I could do to not jump up and just shout, you know, be aware. Be, be aware of his presence. It's here. And I know we're going to be talking about grace, and I know we're going to be talking about what lies ahead in the horizon because grace is always moving forward. It's always promoting. It's always moving us upward. But we're in the now. We're in the moment. It was like a kairos moment for those people. And so it's like, you know, when you go into prophetic intercession and you think, I got to get a word, I got to get a word, I got to get a word. You know, that's my commission. I got to get a word. And sometimes we fail to realize that really, what God is really looking for is for our intercession <laughs> because it's the intercession when things happen the word is a reflection of that of what God is doing or what he has done and so it was just you know it was just so it was such an intense thing for me for for them to realize that be intentional right now with what God's doing right this minute right now in this room in this during this weekend because he is here to meet with us and he was so faithful to do that and so, just, just, it, it was just really a wonderful, wonderful gathering. And I'm going to talk um, more about it in a minute. But before I do, we have a short little video that is, as I told the people here, 
is probably the most unprofessional video we've ever shown. But nonetheless, we were going to do um, a, a more, a, a, diff, a, a better video sometime during the weekend, but we just did not, we could not find a moment to get it done. And so this literally was, we, we finished our meetings um, at 12.30 on Monday, and then it took us about two hours to say goodbye to everyone. And by the time we actually got our stuff to leave the meeting room, we had about 45 minutes before our, our driver arrived to take us all to the airport. And so we were starving, so we grabbed a bite of, a, a bite of lunch, and we're sitting at the table, and, and, and I said, let's do this. And so this is very casual, and there's music j playing in the background. So <laughs> just, yeah, just know that. And, um, but none, nonetheless, this is the heart of, um, of part of our team. We don't know what day it is, <laughs> but we are here. Sorry. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Yes, yes. <laughs> you can hear the background music. Uh, we are truly in France, and uh, we've just concluded the seminar that so many of you have been praying about, and I want you to know that God truly answered your prayers, and we had a wonderful, wonderful time in Him. So, uh, I can't say enough about the great ministry that these two, to my right, your left, uh, provided in worship. Thank you, Noah and Katie. Of course. Absolutely. Oh, what a great time it's been. Um, <clears throat> God has been moving a lot and speaking. And it's been a very joy-filled weekend. Presence of the Lord. Yeah, no, I, I, I have to say, you guys know, I love working this with this guy. He's so awesome. Um, we, we got to do a lot of worship uh, times, and we got to do some songs with a lot of prophetic worship, and it was all really blessed. Um, Elizabeth was with us as well, singing her heart out, and um, the people were, were really blessed, and uh, Gosh, I, every every single time that we got up there, there I mean, they, we had struggles. There were some tough moments um, spiritually and with outside things going on. But um, the Lord was really able to prevail and really was able to move and touch a lot of hearts. And um, I don't know. I think it was. It was, it was I'm, I'm happy with how things went. I'm really blessed myself um, by what transpired in our worship times. It was very encouraging. I felt there were, there were numerous technical, not difficulties, but things that weren't optimal, and they were very distracting initially, and so entering into a worship time and being confronted with those distractions um, initially troubled me and distracted me and made me feel Like it was a challenge, and the Lord really taught me a lot, and I don't know about you, but taught me a lot about being persistent and just continuing to seek Him and like letting go of the things that are going around, on around me, uh, even if they're insufficient or not what I had intended. Um, and you re I felt met very sweetly by the Lord in those times, and so it was just it was a really sweet time of praise. I absolutely agree. There were. <coughs> Yes, there were some times where it was a it was a struggle, and, and I think for both of us and for Elizabeth, it was the Lord got to really work on us on our patience. But um, and, but that's such a wonderful lesson to learn, and I think that uh, um, yeah, the lesson of really just continuing to press deep in the heart of the Father, and really just and and, and it was touching to me, despite sometimes when we have sound issues, where you would see the certain people who were really just pressing into the Father's heart, even though they maybe couldn't hear what we were saying or if something was going crazy, but to see the people's heart there, that's one wonderful thing about the French people um, that we have that come to our conferences, they just really do pursue the Lord. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that expresses the heart of the French 
our French allies, that they they desperately want what God is giving, and they want the true, they want the pure, and uh, it was a real blessing to see not only the growth and the development and the maturity of these saints that have been standing faithful for years now, but to meet a lot of new ones and uh, to welcome new people into our family of saints. So uh, the music was great. Noah spoke. Monica spoke wonderfully. I spoke. And uh, God, God moved powerfully. We even dedicated a baby. Of all things. A very large baby. A very large baby. Four month old. Is that a baby? Really? Four months. <laughs> Either that or a very small man. I don't know which it was. A very small full size. Uh, he, he, he's ready to preach. Maybe we can show a video of that sometime That's soon. That's right. So, but the gathering was wonderful. And again, we thank you for your prayers. And uh, may God reward you for your faithfulness and interceding through all of these days of meeting because God really did move and the work of the kingdom continues here in France and in all of Western Europe. So, God bless you all. Thank you. I miss you all. Bye. <laughs> well, uh, for those that are listening, I'm sorry that you could not see but um, I hope that the sound was okay and you could hear what they were speaking of. So, you know, the, 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 the theme of this gathering was grace, or was great grace. And, and a lot of the things that were spoken were, you know, you don't ever duplicate the same teaching because the Spirit's new every day and you just, but a lot of the, the themes that have been spoken here at the seminar in Dallas in March um, were reiterated there in France. Um, we went in on, we all arrived on Thursday night or Thursday evening um, from different directions. Noah and I had gone into London for a couple of days because I had really been feeling the burden to go in there and do have some intercession. I truly believe that God wants to open up the United Kingdom and really bring a measure of freedom of his spirit and we've been we've been laboring in prayer over that i know for a number of years and i know it's going to happen he's going to open the door for the saints message very very soon and so um hello um that's okay and uh but we all arrived on 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 thursday evening and crazy as it was we we have been at this hotel for several years now and we have the most amazing favor with this hotel. Now we've gone into so many different hotels and had conferences and, and in years past, the way it would be is we would go in and, and somebody else would convene for us. We would, they would coordinate, they would host, um, or we would be a part of a conference that they were doing. Until a number of years ago, we realized that we really need to take authority and we need to go in and we need to convene our own gatherings. And that's when the national seminars began. And I don't remember how many years it's been. But we have returned back to this hotel a number of times. And, and you know, sometimes you, you host a gathering like this in a hotel and you feel the static. You're too loud. Because, especially in France, intercession is very loud. I mean, they do not hold back. Their diversities of tongues, flows, like a river and and so you know we've got the music we've got the worship we've got the intercession and we've not always been welcomed with open arms by the staff of the hotel this hotel we have this incredible favor with in fact they hugged me when I walked in and 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 over the course of the last year they have been renovating the whole hotel and they've totally like it's state-of-the-art and and so we got there on Thursday night, and they were having an anniversary party for the one year from the time that they began the renovation. And it was a crazy wild party. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like until like 1 o'clock in the morning in my room, I could hear boom, 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 boom. You know, the music, like the, the beating of the, the, the music, and they had people dancing, and I don't know. It was crazy. But that's okay. You know, that's okay. <laughs> um, so then... 
um, Friday, we, we got up, and, and Luke and Sylvia are very gracious, and they wanted us to see something, you know, in the area and just have a time of just to kind of acclimate, and, and everybody was tired and just to, to have, a, you know, a nice lunch or whatever. So they took us um, to St. Paul, which you've been there before, Pastor Fabian. And we walked around this village, and we had a nice lunch and um, just really enjoyed one another and had some nice fellowship. But what happened going into that journey or into that expedition is Luke's car went kaput. Yeah. And, I mean, kaput to where it's over. Now, his blue car has taken us, I mean, it's taken us all over the nation of France. And for whatever reason, that day, beginning the seminar, his car just went kaput. So he was not able to go with us. He had to spend the day getting his car towed and, and, and getting it repaired. But that never worked because it was kaput. So he bought another car that day while we were having lunch um, in St. Paul. Anyway, we came back. We had scheduled a prayer time that evening in our meeting room, but we're told that there was a a salsa dancing class going on in our meeting room and we were not going to be able to get in there to pray yeah so you can see you know we were we were slowly stepping into these obstacles and so we said okay that's fine we'll just meet there's a little private area where you could eat or have maybe some communion or whatever we'll just meet over there we'll we can pray over there we can just talk about the gathering any last minute things and and figure out what we're going to do about setting up before we start intercession at 8 30 next morning so lo and behold i think we were all praying that the room would open and the room opened so we went into the room to set up and before i even say anything about this i want to thank luke and sylvie benishon for for the way that they host us so graciously i mean they make all of our arrangements they make their our our meeting room arrangements they manage the finances they they take care of all of those things for us and so generally what we would do is to show up hook everything up and we're on our way and then we would have intercession for to begin the next morning well we got in there they they've totally like made everything state of the art none of our stuff worked we needed Pastor Fabian. <laughs> I mean, I think I even said that. Like, oh, we had one mic that worked. Now, if you're in France and you speak English, you've got to have a translator. So, and that one mic didn't even have very good sound because I think the audio was like at the very back of the room. It's like they had speakers in the back of the room. We had no mic stands. So for Katie, who's playing the keyboard, for Noah, who's playing the, the, the guitar, they're singing, no mic stands. So we were going to have to have somebody stand there. Um, we didn't have a, a cord for Noah to plug in his guitar. We didn't have access to plug in the iPod for, iPod for, the, iPod for the prayer times. It was just this long list of what we didn't have. And it was frustrating. And so we went and got the hotel people, and they came in, and they're scurrying around trying to help us, but they did not have what we needed. And so we just stopped and just prayed and said, Lord, you're going to have to help because, you know, this it's just not going to work like this. And so over the course of the next couple of hours, as we labored in there, we ended up with two mics, but one had audio at the front of the room, and the other had audio at the back of the room. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, all those kinds of things can really frustrate you. And I really, it really got to me because I was just like, this is ridiculous. You know, you pay, you pay to rent the room. We told, Sylvie had told them up front what we needed. Granted, they're so gracious and we did have such favor and they were doing everything, everything they could to help us. But if they didn't have what we needed, they didn't have what we needed. And it was a holiday weekend. And when the French have a holiday, there's no, you know, you just, yeah. So we had rented the keyboard from a supply company, or the hotel had, but the person that had rented it that worked at the hotel was off for the weekend because it was a holiday weekend. So it was just like one thing after another, how are we going to get past this? And it was a lesson, to, you know, it was a lesson. God was testing us. 
And, and I say that to say that it really made me realize going into that the actual seminar, which began the next morning at 830, is we're walking this walk of grace. And as Pastor always says, grace will cost you everything. And, and, and grace is what moves mountains. So there's going to be mountains, guys. <laughs> and I felt like we'd stepped into this atmosphere of grace where there was obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, but God just wanted us to apply grace. It was like what you talked about at the seminar. It was like being in the midst of his plan and, and, and applying. And, and, and that really was the atmosphere. It was like learning to flow in grace. And, and so when I talk about testifying or being a witness, we were able, that, we, that was a teaching moment in so many different respects because this kind of went on, you know, they talked about, the kids talked about the worship. I mean, for a worshiper, it is really frustrating when you can't get your sound. And so for the first couple of worship times, I could not understand a word either one of them were singing. Or Elizabeth. And, um, you know, and so you just, you're just like, Lord, be glorified in this. Be glorified in this. Because every person in that room, and I kid you not, and this is just the beauty in the commitment of the French people. Every single person in the room, those first couple of worship times, and through the whole entire weekend, were meeting with God. And I could just survey the room, and I could look around, and in my frustration, I could look around and see they're in the presence of God. They're worshiping from the depths of their heart. So why am I standing here all frustrated because they can't hear what they're saying? You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I just, I, I love the heart of the French. I mean, they will follow. They will do, they will go wherever you lead them if they trust you and 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 so all those obstacles didn't even really matter it's like Noah said I mean it was like I it just made me realize I, God taught me how to overcome that because we're always going to have distractions and and yet God knows but he's there to be glorified he's there to be praised he's there to be worshiped he's not about how good the song sounds that's our perfectionism. He's about, are you seeking after me with your whole heart? And so, the, you know, it was just really, it was, it was really a, um, I learned so much just by walking through it. And, um, yeah, and I, I just kept, I just kept hearing him say or, or, or feeling the desperate cry in my heart that he would be glorified because there was other things that we encountered that were not so easy that I knew that no matter how what the outcome was he wanted he would be glorified because that's just how he is that's just how it is our life is not easy and this walk is 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 a continual um, cast the mountain into the sea you know you speak grace grace to it and we just have to learn how to apply it. And so halfway through this year, it's like it was a huge learning learning for me. You know, we have seminars here. We've pretty much refined things. <laughs> you know, it's not perfect. But um, you go out on the road, and, and you're not at home, and you don't have what you need. And you really have to learn to adapt. Amen? Amen. And so Saturday we began, and, and Pastor Ron began, and he, he began by speaking. Uh, he ministered grace and, you know, spoke a lot about um, moving forward. Um, we talked about what I mentioned earlier about acknowledging, you know, and being very intentional in the moment. And, um, and at the end of that session, we felt like the Lord wanted to to encourage the people by giving them a vision of grace or a word of grace. And so we prayed in the Spirit. We started by praying in the Spirit. We prayed in the Spirit and, and asked them to ask the Lord to, to, to give them just a vision of, of their walk with Him or of the ministry that they're in, of the conference, of the nation, whatever they felt led to, to pursue. And, and so we had a lot of... Of diversities of tongues kinds of things we had a lot of in, 
interpretation kinds of things where we sought vision, but that really was um, consumed pretty much that first morning. And then at the end of that session, the sessions were really long. They're like two and a half hours long. Um, I know that you've heard us speak of uh, Dr. Sholiak, Bertrawn Sholiak. He is um, really the first person that welcomed us into the south of France. And when we first began to go in, he, would, he was our host. He would be the one that would convene all of our meetings. And we would go in and minister. And, and um, him and his wife, Marie Joy, have really been very dear and gracious to us. And um, one year ago, she was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And we've, prayed, we've been praying for her throughout this last year, and they've really been believing for a miracle. And so he had messaged and said that he was going to come and bring her and wanted prayer. And so we were prepared for that. We were, we were expecting that. And so he came in that morning, and I hadn't seen him in a year, and you could see the wear and tear on him. But he's a beautiful man. He loves the Lord, and but I could just see that he'd been broken. I mean, that does that. I mean, it breaks you. He loves his wife dearly. They are, you know, they work together in ministry. They work together. They're both doctors. They work together in the same practice. Um, in fact, it was their retirement party when this when when this first was revealed. And so, um, anyway, so he came up um, and asked if he could address the congregation. And Pastor Ron was sitting over there. And I, at that point, I was facilitating what was happening. And and so he took the mic and he began to say that that she was dying, that he had gotten up this morning and he is realizing that she is dying. And he just desperately asked for prayer, for God's will, you know, for prayer and that there would be peace and, and whatever God had for them, that, you know, it would be accepted. And, and, and he was speaking in French, so I'm not exactly sure what all he said, but nonetheless, you could feel his heart. <laughs> And um, so pastor came over and prayed for him. And we all extended our hand and we prayed for him. And it was just really, um, it was a moment of redemption. It was a moment of, of restorations in some way. It was a moment of, of unity of the saints. Because, you know, we don't know how things are going to turn out. But all I know is God's going to be glorified in it. And, um, you know, you feel the pain. But at the same time, he meets us in the pain. And um, so that was the end of the first morning. And, um, and then the day progressed. We spoke on unity. Um, we had wonderful times of worship throughout that day. We had prayer times that were scheduled throughout the day. And then Pastor that evening spoke on, I think, the grace encampment. And, and I'm telling you, and this is something I will testify of and be a witness of, and I mentioned this about Brazil, but God has put an authority. He, he's walking in, a, in a, a greater authority for the nations. And, and I saw that. I saw that activated in Brazil. I mean, like, but having witnessed him ministering in France, I saw it there and for a solid two hours he spoke to those people with the authority of the father with the authority of the lord and and it was incredible i mean it was incredible and it was exactly what they needed because over the course of the years we've watched it's been like a cycle and there's been dissension and there's you know just like with anything and um and what god wants to do is bring them together in unity and and so there was just a real anointing to 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 unify and and to receive from the throne from that authority from the throne to become perfectly aligned and to move forward in grace for those people for that nation and that that evening that happened and I could see it in the spirit, and it was just something wonderful to testify uh, or to, to witness. And so I'm testifying of it and saying, this is, this is happening. And, and they are moving forward. We are moving forward with them. 
um, it's just incredible. And the saints from the surrounding nations that came to gird them up and stand with them, are mo- we're all moving forward together. And I remember, I think I spoke about this when, we, when we'd come back from Brazil. I felt so strongly the intercession from Europe into Brazil, like going into that mission from here, from the U.S., of course. But also, I could feel the pulsing of the intercession that was coming from all the nations that are representing the saints. I just, that, that, I just think that's remarkable. Because we are all positioned together at his throne, in his temple, praying on behalf of what he's doing on the earth. And so I, it, God is just good and he's faithful. And he hears our prayers. And he's moving. I mean, we go up there and we partner with him. And, and, and we represent him as pillars in his temple. And, and it's happening. And it's just, I hope this is an encouragement for you. So then, um, the ne- we had two and a half days of ministry. The next day, um, I think we talked about prayer and supplication. And, you know, every time I hear these messages, they're new, which is wonderful, right? It's, it's just incredible how that is. And so, so we had worship, and then we had, well, we had intercession, then we had worship, and then we had, um, we talked about prayer and supplication. And I think Pastor must have I think he he must have probably preached 10 sermons in that one session. You know how that happens. I'm like, wow, I think you like literally like just te- taught like 10 sessions in one session. Uh, but the anointing was there. And and when we concluded that morning, we had been invited over to the Sholiak's home to actually pray for Mary Joy. And so our whole team, including Louisa, who is one of the youth, or youth, one of the young girl women, from Switzerland, we, I've talked about her. She's the one that coordinated the meetings for me when I went over there in February. She came, and so she kind of became part of our team. And so our team, plus Louisa, um, plus Luke and Sylvie, went over to the Sholiaks, and we were able to pray for Marie Joy. And life-changing. I mean, just to, just to have just to have the privilege just to to be a part of what God's doing in her life whether or not he calls her home or he radically restores her and heals her which I'm believing for but what I'm really believing for is for his perfect will and for him to be glorified in that and so to see the young people extending themselves towards her because I told them going in I said this is going to be difficult and so I, you know, I, I want you to come. This is a team thing, but you don't have to come. If you feel led to come, come. If not, you can stay here, whatever you want. They all wanted to come. And they were just, I mean, they got at her feet. She's in a wheelchair. They got at her feet. They laid hands on her. They declared over her. Um, we got to love on her. And um, I don't know how aware she is of any of it, but I did feel her spirit, and she received and when we went to leave, I went over to tell her bye, to tell her I'd see her soon. And I went to touch her hand. And the first movement she had made, like, she she grabbed both of my hands and she held on to me for, like, five minutes until I had to let go because we had to go. And, and I knew that she had received whatever God sent us to deposit to pour into her and to pour into their home. And... Um, so I just thank the Lord for that. I thank the Lord for that. And so we came back and we had um, we had intercession. And then that evening, Sunday evening, the Lord had spoken before we went that he, and we talked about this on Sunday night here in, in Dallas, he wanted us to do a TTT there in France. And that's the first time we've ever done that away from here. I know other churches have done it. I know Florida does it and, and other churches have done it. But um, we spent about an hour, and we just thoroughly explained to them what it meant. We talked about proskuneo. We talked about um, the places in heaven where you proskuneo. We talked about the throne. We talked about the temple. Um, talked about what it represented. And they could not have been taking notes fast enough. Because for them, they've been going there. They've been praying there. Of course they have. And it's crazy how Revelation just, it just makes everything make sense. <laughs> 
And so they were so thankful to have an understanding of what they're doing. Aren't we thankful for that? I'm so thankful for the revelation that God has given to us. I mean, we don't have to walk around blind. I, it's just so amazing. And so um, so we, we, we taught about it, and then Pastor Fabian made this wonderful map for us. Everybody got a map, and, and it was of Western Europe. And so we called everyone to 40 minutes of proscuneo and to, to pray on behalf of what God's doing on the earth in Western Europe and, and then to, to ask, you know, we asked him to open our eyes to show them. And I'll, I will have to say that I honestly think that this is the first time, at least when I've been out, where we have called people to a prayer time like this where we had 100% participation. There was like 70 people on the floor. And we had one pregnant girl that was pregnant, and she literally was like kneeling down, over, bowed over a chair because she couldn't lay on her belly. And that blessed me so much. And, and they were just, they, they, they took the commission, they, they, they took the understanding of where, they, where God was calling them up to, what he was having them pray about, and what, they, what he wanted to show them. And they took it to heart, and they were 100% obedient. And it was 100% participation. And I know that it blessed the Lord. It blessed the Lord so much. And so we prayed for 40 minutes. And then I had told them, when we're finished, we're going to have some time of, of praise. But we're going to have like a celebration kind of praise. Because, because of what God just had us do is just incredible. And so <laughs> we went into this crazy prayer, the praise time. And it was probably the funniest praise time I've ever had, I've ever experienced. It was wild. I mean, I, I, I wish that you could have just experienced it because it was just like taking a wild ride. I mean, we had Noah and, and Katie and Elizabeth doing what they do. And then Rebecca brought her oboe. She brought her harp and her oboe. She has a harp and she has an oboe. And then uh, Jemima had her violin. And so she set up her oboe on this side of the room, and the worship team was over there. And now we've never had an oboe in a worship time. I've never even heard an oboe. Have you? Yeah, well, I hadn't. And so she's, she's over here, and, she's, and I'm standing over here. Some of us are standing. And she is just she is playing that oboe. She's, pl she's playing her heart out. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just precious. And then there were probably 50 banners being waved so people are like dodging sticks and dodging banners and <laughs> and it it was just so fun but what I realized is that it was the joy of the Lord it was his joy because he was pleased that his people had 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 been obedient and had done what he'd asked them to do and and it was just this atmosphere of joy and it was just so fun I mean it's just so fun to be in his presence and people were laughing, and, you know, there was holy laughter. Beverly. <laughs> it was just, it was so joyful. And so that was, that was, um, that was Sunday night. And I think we all went back just exhausted. Now, I need to say this, that um, I talked a lot about the, the, the sound and the challenges that we have with the sound. About midway through, Mark Pigeonet came in for the win. And he lives there, you know, he lives in that area, and he brought all of his sound equipment in, and he totally reset everything up. Yes. So we had working mics. Um, we had rented mic stands from the piano people, the, the keyboard people, and a, a, a guitar chord, but he came up, he re, like, set everything up, reconfigured it so the sound was perfect. So I thank him for that. Um, that was a wonderful blessing. And then Sunday or Monday, um, we met for prayer. We had beautiful worship. I mean, our, our kids did so well. Ka I don't know. Katie's 30 years old. I'm sorry, Katie, for calling you a kid. <laughs> but um, I think since we've known her since she's been this little, um, she just she really rose to the occasion. Noah really rose to the occasion. He actually taught on, um, he had a whole session on Sunday and did a wonderful job. He talked about um, 
um, uh, what do you talk about? Being saved by grace. And he really, you know, he, he, we talk about testimony. I mean, he has a really powerful testimony about the, how the Lord has, has really grown him up being away and, and, um, and he's just very authentic and, and they love him there. They embrace him there. They love him. And so, but did beautiful in worship, Elizabeth, too. She just sang her heart out. I was going to show you a video. Um, I was, we couldn't get it to upload here, but I think I can show you. I guess it's not going to work. No, I, I will. I will upload it on Facebook. But it's just—it's a beautiful video of 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 just. I, I just scanned the room to see all the colorful banners and how beautiful it was. Um, and then um, our last morning, we we had communion, and we ministered healing. Um, we had a lot of fellowship and a lot of prayer here and prayer there and and um, it just was really a beautiful beautiful powerful time with them and you know it's been 15 years that we've been ministering in France and you know just when I think I can't love them anymore I love them more and I feel more bonded to them more knit together with them you know, the burden just keeps living on for what is God is doing in and through them. And I just, I, I commend them for their faithfulness to stand and, and to serve. And they do that faithfully in intercession. I know that there's a group there of intercessors that um, are just intent on seeing diversities of, of tongues spread throughout that land. And, um, you know, we want that. We, we don't just want, I mean, we want it to, to spread, right? We want it to get into churches, into intercession. We want that. We want it to be a known revelation that people can activate and, and utilize. And so um, Ian and Isabel were there, remember them? And I was thinking about how many times we have prayed for her, for her health. Um, the doctors have given her, you know, really, really difficult prognosis over the years um, with the different things that she's fought with her body. And I just can't even tell you how strong and healthy and beautiful she looks. I mean, and she is flowing. Ian is just, remember, do you remember him? Remember Ian? He is just, I mean, he's way out there in the spirit. And um, he zapped me a few times. <laughs> um, Marie Francoise was there, and she asked me to give you her love, Rebecca, and her children were there. She also asked me to, to give you her love. So many people just came up and said, oh, how is Debbie, and how is Nancy, and Stacy, and, and Monica, everyone. And um, please tell them that we love them. And so they genuinely do. They're, they're, they're definitely a part of this body. And... Um, we're very thankful for them. So, you know, I do want to thank the Benishons again and, and just ask you to pray for them because they serve faithfully every single week. And um, I want to thank Alan and Colette. Alan came and did translation, which is always such a fun experience. Um, Francine, remember Francine? She came and she served. She drove us around. She was just precious. Um, Julia came and she served. Um, Olivia Zafus from Switzerland came and she served um, and then Mateus and Laurence you haven't met them yet but they're a young couple that live somewhere in the south and um, they they 
God's going to use them mightily in this network. And we're scheduled to have a Skype meeting with them in July to speak into them, you know, some positioning and, and some calling onto their lives. And so I know that you will meet them. And then the Pichonais, of course, I want to thank them because they came in and he pretty much saved the day with, with the sound. And they've just been really faithful. And so many other people I could mention, and I don't know if they're listening, but um, just know that we love you. And from this house to your houses of prayer and churches and, and all of you, we love you and we extend our prayer. And uh, yeah, amen, amen. So I told you I was going to end with a scripture. And, you know, I'm going to walk away from here and I'm going to say, oh, gosh, I should have told him about that. Um, oh, I know what I want to tell you. So yesterday, so, you know, Elizabeth, Sarah, and Noah went into Switzerland. And um, they are having some time with the young people there in Switzerland that they met in November, in February, which thrills my heart. And... Um, so last night, I get a message from Sarah, and she said, we're about to have a worship and prayer time. So they all got together last, of all the things they could be doing in Geneva, they got together last night, they had worship, they had intercession. She sent me audio of their worship time and some of their times of intercession. She said they prayed for one another. Is that not just incredible? I mean, God, see what God is doing? And, and this is what we are called to do, is to raise these young ones up into leadership and to initiate these things and and I'm just so thankful for that um, and then we got we got a message yesterday from Nikon and he sent pictures of the youth in Brazil having a proscuneo time and they're learning how to proscuneo and he sent pictures and some video of them in their sanctuary there in Sao Paulo and all these young people laying around on the floor doing proscuneo so that was happening yesterday both in Brazil and in Switzerland. And I give God glory for that because he is, he is truly doing a work in these young people. And we're so thankful for that. And I'm so excited for how God's going to use them. Amen. So this last scripture that I want to end with is, um, it's 2 Corinthians 9. And I'm going to read verses 6 through 8. And this, these passages are always used about giving, like finances. And a couple of weeks ago, I was praying, and I, w I was reading the Word, and, and I came upon this, and I thought, this is grace. And, and I don't think this just applies to our finances, to our giving. I feel like this applies to our giving of ourselves. And so when we talk about the, the testimony, when we talk about being a witness, you know, God's looking for John the Baptists that are willing to be the witness, that are willing to die to everything so that they can be the witness to what he's doing, to be the, the, the testimony of the light that fills all men, okay? And, <clears throat> and so over the, over the course of this year, I guess I would say this year of grace, I am learning more and more about giving all that I am. And we think that we do, and I think that I do. I mean, I think we all think that we do. But I think we all also hold back because we're, we're flesh, we're carnal, and, and we like our stuff you know and 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 yet my heart and our hearts are so obedient and I do believe that we are willing to do anything for God and I think every one of us every single day prays Lord I want you know to die to my flesh so that I can bring forth fruit so that I can be a vessel of your light a vessel of your life right but for whatever reason in this year of grace he's really been dealing with me about giving it all because he wants to pour, and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. He wants to pour into us so much, but he wants to know that we're going to pour it all back out. That's just the, the nature of, of the way that it is. And so, um, I, you know, I've just really been intent on this. So I came across these verses, and I thought, I don't think this just speaks about our finances. And so I'm going to read it, and I'm going to declare it over us. Um, it's 2 Corinthians 9, beginning with verse 6. And it says, But this I say... He which soweth sparingly, and sparingly means to abstain, okay, or to be stingy, shall reap or shall harvest sparingly. And he which sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So when we sow, we don't just sow financially. 
we sow with who we are we sow with in the spirit we sow when i go into the you know when we go into the nations we're sowing in those nations and this is one thing that i realize is that in in this year of grace i have gone in and and it was this way here in dallas during the seminar there was something more it's like he required everything he required all of me and 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 i just poured it all out and it was this way here again it was this way in brazil so much so that it took like two weeks to recover but it's not that way now but i mean i went in to france knowing that i had to give it all i had to give everything i had i had to pour out everything he had given to me onto them to the last drop even if i was exhausted and tired and counseling was the last thing i wanted to do because i was so tired i had nothing left you give out of lack you just do because that's the place where he fills us and supplies and so back to the scripture every man according as he purposed okay so if you sow sparingly if you abstain or you're stingy you'll reap your harvest will be sparing when you give as you sow he which soweth bountifully shall harvest bountifully every man according as he purposed and this word for purpose means to choose for oneself for other things to prefer or to bring forward so every man according as he has chosen or preferred in his heart which is the center of of all our spirit man so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity and this word for necessity literally means out of obligation so we don't give out of obligation or grudgingly for God loves a cheerful a joyful someone who is prompt to do or give anything he loves a chill forgiver and God is able and this word for able is dinatos which means he makes possible so he is able to make all grace abound towards you and that, liter- that you always having all sufficiency, and this word for sufficiency means all sufficiency of necessities of life, that you are content in perfect condition of life where you aid or s- you, where you need no aid or support. It all comes through him. So that you always having all sufficiency in all things, that you may abound in every good work. I love that. And so we are, you know, we're halfway through this year of grace. And oh my gosh, it's been so incredible. But he's asking us to pour out more. <laughs> he's asking us to, to sow. Um, to sow. And, 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 and to know that as we do, as we pour out into the nations, into whatever he has for us to sow into, as we pour it all out, his grace is so sufficient that we will need nothing because it's all sufficient and we will need nothing for every good work which is his work right and so i know that was probably intended to be taught or preached about regarding finances but i just feel so strongly that he's asking us to to really um be willing to give it all to pour it all out and to where we truly are giving out of lack so that we can see his miraculous supply come and flow through us. And um, he's good. Amen? Amen. So I just thank you for being here, and I thank the Lord for what he's doing in France and in the, the nations of, of Europe and in Brazil and, and all over the world. I thank him that he's using us um, to touch the nations and I ask that his grace would continue to propel us forward but I also ask that we too would be present in his presence that we would not rush through life that we would not rush through those moments that he's saying hey wait just sit in my presence just be in my presence just acknowledge my presence and let me just show you or speak to you love you whatever but that we will that we will really be intentional um, in every moment that we have with him. And we bless France. We bless um, all the saints there and, and all those that, that came and joined with us and the, even those that couldn't be with us. 
and for whatever I didn't say Lord you know and and I just give you glory for all that you're doing and um, bless our our pastor and the rest of our team bring them home safely um, and 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 just give us a good night's sleep in Jesus name amen 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 so bless you thank you I hope that was encouraging. I hope it edified and built you up. <laughs>